Okay, with Matteo Di Lorento, Vivid Dream is the short film. It's a dance film played at the Experimental Dance Film Festival. It's from Denmark. Really interesting film. The 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 auditorium and the the dream and the quietness of the auditorium while this beautiful dance progresses. I guess that's sort of your your backdrop. I guess for this film. I guess right. Yes, absolutely. Was this kind of like a COVID-inspired film where like you're kind of showing like this beautiful uh, art going on, but nobody's watching? Um, the, the idea arrived during the during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so that's right. Um, we were not allowed to dance uh, live, as we know. Um, the very first idea came during lockdown. So... Uh, that is a little bit the how it all began um and it, yeah i just you know kept um working on that idea um until it came true it 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 it, it got a, a form and a shape so yeah is this is this your first film that you've made it's it is my first film Yes, so you're regularly a dancer, a choreographer. You're in the you're in the Danish uh, Royal Danish Ballet, uh, and so which is a pretty, you're you're you know how to you're you're a very accomplished dancer. So, pandemic is taking place. You can't dance, and then that's when you decide to make a film. Correct? Exactly. Yeah, that's how it went. <laughs> and so, tell me about like the filmmaking experiences. Did you like write a script? for what the story you wanted to tell like what was your what was your progress in terms of making the film like because if you never made a film before it must have been a little daunting for you I guess what yeah it, it kind of came in pieces because uh, actually the first thing I, I choreographed was uh, for um, uh, a live performance um, in a period of the pandemic where we, we could perform again somehow in Denmark um, and actually the, the very first thing that I choreographed was the the, the second part, part of the film, which is a trio. Um, um, so, you know, I, I actually started from the end and then, uh, you know, summer came and I had time to think about it and uh, I started to, you know, uh, making more uh, around what I had. Um, and then basically when the season started, I, the goal was to, you know, uh, glue all those pieces together and make it something cohesive uh, from top to bottom. And what, what about the, what about your, 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 all your dancers? Did you, would you work with them before professionally? Uh, these are actually my colleagues from, yes, from the Royal Danish Ballet. So I, I I know them and I, I knew them uh, already and uh, so uh, that that was helpful uh, because I I knew already what I was looking for for that and uh, movement wise so I could pick and choose what who I thought was more the most um, fitting. And what was their what was their reactions when you just said you told them you're making a movie and you want them in the film? uh they, they thought it was cool they thought it was cool uh you know they they were very curious of doing something else something that's you know 
um, out of the ordinary from the you know normal season, the theater season. So you know they 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 took it very. Um, they were very excited to to do it, and um, actually, I wasn't supposed to dance in this film. Uh, the, the, the the very first solo, uh, it, it's actually me dancing, but it was supposed to be another guy, a Canadian guy, actually, uh, that he, uh, but he got injured, unfortunately, two days before filming. So I had to step in. Um, but uh, so, you know, that was extra challenging because I, I, I was doing everything for the first time and I had to dance as well on top of it. So so yeah it was, so, uh, it was uh, yeah. yeah so tell me about like tell me about work like setting up the template for the well first of all where did you shoot it was that somewhere is that where is that the the royal the ballet that, royal ballet that's the royal dance theater yeah. so it's a very old theater very traditional theater uh it's you know it's where the bournonville technique started in the 1800s the theater i think date dates from the 1700s um so yeah i i uh, it all happens in the in copenhagen in the royal danish theater and the, the peculiarity is that you know it's a very busy stage um it, it's a very busy theater there's a lot of things going on when there's no ballets going on there's musicals or operas so uh, actually uh I only got six hours of stage time to film that. So what you see, it's filmed in six hours. Um, the floor was not a ballet floor. It was a floor that was there for the, well, the floor underneath the Marley. It was not a ballet floor. It was a wooden floor that was used for an opera that was going on. So we just put Marley on top and we danced on it. It was, uh, a lot of it was kind of improvised and, you know, um, just, you know, going for it really. So, but you did tell the story at the beginning with like the hallway. She's lead, she's leading to the auditorium. Yes, your lead, your lead actor. It's all kind of seen from her perspective. Um, when that's how you kind of shot it, I guess, right? Yes, exactly. She, it's it's a little bit all happening in her mind. And who is that particular? Is that someone you danced with before previously? The 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 main girl. Yeah. That's yes. That's uh, Jimin Hong. Uh, she's a uh, Korean, but um, actually, I think she's naturalized Canadian because she she studied and worked in Canada. Uh, she's from the National Ballet of Canada before coming to the Royal Danish Ballet. She's Korean and she's a soloist in the company. And uh, she's a yeah, she's a colleague of mine and a dear friend. So, so what were you guys all when the pandemic happened? You guys, I'm assuming you guys are right in the season. You have a routine, you have a structure in place, and then all of a sudden everything gets shut down. How is that for your for everybody's mental state? Like it must have been a real like shock to the system. Yeah, it was definitely a shock and kind of catastrophic. You know, you're so used to uh, working so hard from morning to afternoon and evenings when this shows that not doing anything, not being able to even move because you know, in the moments of lockdown, you, you know, you are just stuck at home. So not even being able to move your body, uh, it was mentally and physically difficult. And um, 
so this sort of film this this film that i that i decided to make was sort of a, like a rebellious uh you know uh, it, it started from th- something deep in me that was kind of rebellious and i i took inspiration from this poem that's uh, being talked through uh, in the film which is uh, from a book that I was given uh, many, many years ago from a dear person. It's it's a very, you know, deep poem. So I was kind of, you know, trying to, yeah, try, just trying to stay sane in that yeah. moment through that book as well, rereading for, you know, I don't know how many times I read that book, but rereading that book and, uh, you know, getting inspired by it. So then in terms of like the filmmaking experience, did you like, how did you find your crew, like your cinematographer? How was that process for you? Sorry? Your cinematographer, the person who shot your film, the rest of your crew, how was that? For someone who's never made a film or produced a film before, how did you find your your crew to make, to shoot your film? So uh, the cinematographer and uh, and uh, and co-director, he's also, he also helped me in the direction of uh, of the film um is uh, Tom McKenzie is a uh, Danish Australian and I knew him because he's, he's worked with uh, with dance videos before and he has knowledge of dance uh, of dance and ballet which uh, for you know for a cinematographer is unusual and helps a lot in dance films because uh, you know he has an understanding and a very good eye for dancing steps and from what angle to take the steps so um you know i i was sure that i wanted to work with him uh, and uh, just his overall eye and aesthetics uh, from what i've seen i had seen before even just in photography because he also does uh, photography work um in terms of you know colors and filters that he uses and just you know taste that he has it was really appealing to me you said a lot of it a lot of it was improvised like the choreography was improvised like on on the stage no the choreography was not improvised okay improvised was you know the process (laughs) just shooting like you just the way you guys shot the film yes we had to shoot it in december and then uh I don't know, 20 kids in the ballet school got COVID. So we went home again. So the filming uh, skipped. So I had to wait another three months to shoot it again. Or yeah, four months, April, I think March, April, we shot it again when it was possible and when I could get any time at all on stage. So what was improvised was more the process. And, but they, you know, that gave me time to refine my choreography over the months and to think about it um, over and over. So, you know, there are, there are positive aspects about that too. Of course, what was, how was the editing experience for you, for someone who's never uh, made a film before? Uh, what, editing which, experience, post-production. Post, the editing uh, was made by Tom, by uh, Tom McKenzie, the, the cinematographer. Um, he presented me, you know, uh, a version and then, you know, we, we went through some corrections, some things that I, mostly steps that I wanted to be seen from a certain angle, yeah. from the front, from the back. Um, 
but that was the post-production was very fine and very fast you know once we got the the material then it was all uh, it was all smooth it was just getting to film that was uh, was um difficult because of the pandemic going on you had to, like a voiceover like you it was a pretty ambitious uh film in terms of like the sound design the the music yeah. Yes, so uh, uh, the voice was recorded uh, before, so not in post-production, post was recorded during the months, uh, you know, prior to the shooting. Um, I guess because I also wanted to, to hear how it would sound, how if it would sound well or not. And uh, the voice, the narrator is uh, Sorella Englund, and she's actually an ex-principal uh, dancer of the Royal Danish Ballet. Um, and, uh, but she has this beautiful voice that, um, is very deep and, uh, you know, it, it, it's just so captivating and hypnotizing. So, um, so yeah, it was, um, I was, I was quite sure that it would be a good fit. Would you, yeah. do you want to make another film? I think so. I think so. It's, the thing about this these these films is this film's here forever, right? You got you got your, your, your the, the even yourself because you're on you're on, you basically uh, performed as well, but it's there like you're not it's not a show it's like basically it's like kind of a documentation of of your work. Exactly, it stays there, and that's what I like about video uh, in general. Um, yes, and it can be seen from any anywhere which was also the goal of COVID for many dancers, you know, yeah. to be seen somehow. If it wasn't if on, on stage live, then, you know, let's do something digital. So, you know, there was a lot of video making during, during there COVID. There was. I've seen a lot of the films too. And it's like some of the brilliant guys like yourself who are very talented and very creative. You're, mm -hmm. it's like you're, you're forced to do something creative in terms yeah. of choreography, in terms of filmmaking, making it cinematic, right? give you yes. a beginning and a middle and end story that you've never done before. It, yes. it, there's yeah. like, that's one of the bright side benefits of this, that, that dark time is that people like yourself were, were, were you kind of spread your wings a little bit with in your yeah. creativity. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, anything to let that creativity out, you know, in a moment where you couldn't. So. And now you're making movies. Now you're going to make another movie, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's, uh, there's, there's ideas. I, I'm, I'm just kind of like, I just kind of nudge that because I think you should, because I think that you're very, that you've got something. Do you, uh, what did you think about what the audience had to say about your film and our audience feedback video? Um, I, yeah, I saw some, some of the, uh, I saw, I saw, yeah, the reaction uh, about the, the voice, the, um, there was this girl complimenting the voice and, uh, you know, this is one of the compliments that's made the most about Baby Dream. Uh, and that makes total sense because that voice is, uh, you know, it's beautiful. It's such a statement, I think. And the words that um, that this poem has are so strong. And um, this poem is actually written by a Canadian uh, writer and poetress, actually. Um, so... So yeah, I wasn't surprised that the voice got another compliment because, you know, it, it, Baby Dream gets that a lot. 
So, but there, yeah. there's more than that. But yeah, but basically, yeah, but I like there was the people loved your film. It was fantastic. Yes, I I mean, uh, when it comes to uh, to the reactions, I just saw uh, this lady, this girl talking about the voice. I oh. I don't know if I read any other reviews. There's, there's like uh, tons of it. I don't know why, why what you what you missed here. Maybe I should I could resend it to you. But yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I think no, I no problem. Okay. There's, I think it's at least eight people talking about your film. Oh, wow. Okay. I miss them. No problem. Well, uh, congratulations. It seems like, so you're back in the, you're back working for the Danish, uh, for the, uh, the ballet and, and, uh, and everything's going strong and you're in your. Right now I'm actually on a leave of absence. I decided to take a leave of absence from, from the company after many years working there uh just to kind of navigate and you know browse around uh but i'm going back to the royal danish ballet next season because i'm choreographing for the company so that's something new that's coming so it's going to be a, a a full piece for the royal danish ballet so that's very exciting um and yeah and then there are some ideas for the future so and also in film the... Yeah, the video, your feedback video is about seven minutes long. I'm just looking at it right now. And it's, uh, yeah, it's about, there's about eight comments. Oh, I totally missed, I think, yeah, I totally missed this seven minutes video. <laughs> oh my no God. Problem. I'll send I'm, it to you right I'm now. Curious, so I'm going to watch it now. And yeah, so congratulations. And like, hope, like, again, like, hopefully we'll be able to talk again when you make your next film. Because I think that you should keep making movies. I know you're on leave of absence and... You're you're kind of like shutting down your your uh, your creative energies, but uh, yeah, I would suggest that you make another film. This one, this is pretty fantastic. The one that you made here. Thank you so much. And uh, if that happens, then I won't hesitate to to contact you guys. Hundred percent. It's been a great experience. So thank you so much. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hasenbeck Incorporated.